you sometimes wonder how other experts online always almost effortlessly create six-figure launches, although you have way more knowledge, expertise, and grid, and all you hear on your launch day is crickets? In today's fast-paced society, outdated strategies like launch and day will buy don't really work anymore. Attention is the ultimate instrument of power and leverage online. More often than not, it's not the most talented or the hardest worker who stands out. It's the loudest, the one who can create the most attention who wins the game online. We are the agents of change who learn to proven pre-launch strategies used by the biggest companies in the world to build deep connections and create lasting freedom for ourselves and our audiences. My name is Michael Hoffman and you're listening to Launch Into Freedom. What's up, my friend? Welcome back to the Launch Into Freedom podcast. My name is Michael Hoffman. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you are doing amazing. This is episode number 32 of the show for health and wellness coaches who want to create attention for their business and lasting freedom in the process. And every Tuesday, I'm going to bring you a fast action episode, a quick tip, a hack or an actionable strategy that you can implement in your business right away. And in the last few weeks, we talked a lot about attracting our dream clients with paid ads, right? I gave you the foundational principle on which my business basically operates in episode number 28. And you got in the last fast action episode, my five step framework to attract your dream clients on every advertising platform out there on the internet. But now the next question is, do you actually need to become an advertising expert to do all of this? I get that it probably sounds really overwhelming just listening to all this stuff about Facebook ads and the Facebook ads library and customer research and click-through rates and conversion rates. And I get that it can be a little much, especially when you're not experienced with paid advertising at all. So today I want to take a couple minutes to just talk about what happened to me in the past uh, as a professional athlete and how you can take my experience and the story that I'm going to tell you and kind of transfer it into your own business. Now, some of you might know, and as I probably mentioned on the podcast before, I played professional basketball in Germany for a fairly long time. And you would think in those 10 plus years, I would have mastered all the skills there are, especially playing on a high level like this, right? But one thing I was never even close to being good at was dribbling the ball. I mean, I'm six foot eight or two meters and three centimeters for the Europeans out there, which is considered a big guy in some leagues. And coaches were always very keen on us big dudes really not dribbling the ball. We were just supposed to catch the ball, put it in a basket or pass it on. And honestly, it wasn't really a skill that I wanted to perfect either, right? As long as I had the ball and I could put it in a basket, I was happy. I just told myself, I'm just not going to dribble. And I'll let someone else take care of that and they just give me the ball and I finish. But at some point, when you get to a higher level, when you play in better teams, when you have better opponents, even the tallest players need to be able to dribble the ball to a point where they don't lose it all the time, right? And I think it was in 2013 when my coach at that time came to me during practice um, in our Christmas break and said, I want you to play as a small forward for the rest of the season. Now, for you guys who are not familiar with the 
positions on the court in basketball. Playing in the small forward position simply meant that I had to dribble the ball more often. So what did I do? I started working on my ball handling skills on my own because you can't really like ask your coach to allocate time and practice to work on a skill that you're just not good at. So you have to work on it on your own, right? I just stayed longer after practice. I came to the gym early and I tried to get better every single day. And what I did was I watched a lot of YouTube videos of highlight plays of people who are really good ball handlers. Also, there are a lot of resources out there that actually teach kids to dribble the ball. I even bought a DVD and it was just focusing on ball handling. I think that was one of the last DVDs ever that I bought. But at some point, I didn't get better anymore, right? You see this initial learning curve and you see that you're getting better and better and better very quickly. Like you see that when you go to the gym or when you try to lose weight, the first two or three weeks are really motivating because you see initial results. But at some point, your learning curve just flattens. And that's what happened with my ball handling skills. So what do you do in that situation where you just can't get better on your own anymore? You ask someone who is actually better and you get coaching from someone who is actually where you want to be. So I needed a coach. So I reached out to a friend of mine and a former teammate. He lived at that time, I think, in Los Angeles. And we just had a Skype call. Back then, I don't think Zoom was a thing. So we just had a Skype call in the gym where he basically gave me hints and pointers on how to get better. He didn't just tell me what to do, right? Like with dribbling the ball, you could just say, okay, here, dribble on your left hand, dribble your right hand, whatever. But he didn't do that. He actually helped me understand why I'm doing certain things with the ball, why I'm faking to go left and then go right, why I'm moving my left hand that way to get an advantage over my opponent. He really broke it down to the foundational skills and the why behind the movement. And we did that a few times until I actually got to a level where I didn't need him anymore. The season continued. I didn't have that much more time to work with him. But because I understood why I was doing certain moves and wasn't just doing them because they looked cool, I actually had a massive advantage on the court compared to other big guys on other teams. I was by no means a Stephen Curry type of player. Don't get me wrong. Like I was still a big dude who looked like he wasn't supposed to dribble the ball. But I was good enough that I could take the ball during the game and dribble it across the court with confidence. And you might ask yourself, what's the point of this story today, Michael? And I want to tell you, you can do that too. I'm not talking about playing basketball. I mean, you could if you are a basketball player, if you're excited about basketball, you can get better at that too. But this concept of learning the foundations and understanding enough about the matter to be a dangerous force applies to all aspects of life and also your business and your paid ads. You don't need to be an expert to run successful Facebook ads or YouTube ads or you name it, whichever advertising platform you decide to work with. But what you need to understand are the foundational principles of paid advertising because they will never change. What we talked about in the last two weeks in the last two fast action episodes, which I'm going to link in the description of this podcast episode below, those are all things that will never change. I hope you get that. Once you know these principles, you actually get back that feeling of control, right? Like I did when I was able to dribble the ball without being scared of losing it every single time. 
The same way you will have the confidence that your ads will be successful every time you run them. And if you get to a point where you want to outsource them when you're financially secure enough and in a position to say, okay, I don't want to deal with this anymore. I hire a team member or I hire an agency or a freelancer who will do it for me. You actually know enough to do a few things. You can one, you can keep control over what's happening with your ads budget while someone else is working with it. You can also join the conversation on strategy, on creatives, on tactics. You're not relying solely on the people who run the ads for you. You are a part of the process. And that actually really helps with realizing that some things might not be working before it's too late, right? A lot of times when we outsource our ads without knowing anything about it, you only realize that they're not working when it's too late, when Facebook takes the money out of your account. And then most of the times the agency just comes up with lame excuses. They say your audience is fatigued or you just have an expensive target audience or your sales system is just not good. The leads are great, but you just can't close them. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you should go out there and just implement the latest hacks and tactics that work right this day. You want to identify and understand the foundations of paid advertising so you can transfer this knowledge to other ads platforms and not just Facebook ads or Instagram ads. And that's also what I'm teaching inside of the Paid Ads Launchpad, my signature coaching program. And to be completely honest, I didn't focus enough on these foundational principles in the past. It took me years to understand that stuff like scaling methods or ads growth hacking tactics or lookalike audiences or a term that's also thrown around as pixel seasoning and whatnot. They are just temporary things. They can always change. If you're running Facebook ads right now or in the past six months, you've seen it as well with the latest iOS 14.5 privacy update. You see, most of my students never wanted to learn more than is necessary about Facebook ads either. And still, they were able, with just understanding the evergreen foundations of advertising, to cut their ad cost in half and less, attract more and better leads, and have consistent 10K launches just from Facebook and Instagram ads. Even though they were told that they just had an expensive target audience, or their audience was fatigued, or they are just attracting bad leads. And that's what it's all about. You don't depend anymore on external sources or gurus or marketers and have to believe everything they're saying. And even better, once you're at a point where you can outsource your ads, you'll see through those lame excuses that they throw at you, like your audience is too expensive or your targeting is fatigued or your sales system is just not good enough for the leads they send. All right, my friend, I hope you got value out of this episode because I think this is really important to understand that you don't have to be an expert to run Facebook ads. A lot of times you can learn how to set up an ad, how Facebook ads manager or Instagram ads or YouTube ads work with YouTube videos. Just Google it. You don't have to buy a thousand, two thousand dollar course just to learn how to set up an ad. But what you need to understand is those foundational advertising principles before you actually even think about outsourcing your ads at all. Because otherwise, you are completely relying on the agency, on the freelancer, on the person you give your money to, your budget, 
to run ads for you. And we don't want to put ourselves in the situation because we're not in a position of control anymore, right? This is what it's all about. Yes, to a certain extent, when you're a leader, you want to give up control. But in the beginning of your business, with someone who doesn't have a proven track record with your business, you don't want to give up control, especially not if we're talking about multiple thousands of dollars a month. All right, so if you enjoyed this episode today, make sure to hit that subscribe or follow button on Apple Podcasts so you don't miss any new episodes. We are here for you twice a week, every Tuesday morning and every Thursday morning, you will find a new episode. Every Tuesday, we have a fast action episode like this one with a quick tip or hack that you can implement right away. And Thursdays, I always have an expert guest on the show. And I'm super excited because I just booked a couple more interviews with like really big players in the marketing and the health coaching space to bring all the value to the podcast in the next couple of weeks. So definitely make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you're not going to miss any of these interviews. And if you haven't done so yet, I would super appreciate if you could take 15 to 45 seconds to just head over to Apple Podcasts to the Launch Into Freedom show and leave a rating and a review because this really helps the podcast to bring more value to health and wellness coaches out there. And I would be forever grateful because that's what this show is all about, to help health and wellness experts to impact more lives and create freedom in the process. All right, my friend, I hope you have an awesome rest of your week and I'll see you guys in the next episode.